On today's after-school special, he was just your average kind of guy. Yo. Until he met the cutest girl in town. It would be so much better, especially the first time it was with somebody you love. Hi, Scott. All right. Bo Bridges stars, Can a Guy Say No? Today's after-school special. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening uh, to Television Movie Night at the end of November 2021. The Christmas season is upon us. Mark, uh, did you go out for Black Friday? Uh, no, I did not go out for Black Friday, nor did I go out for Cyber Monday. Nor did I go to Small Business Saturday. Small, bu- small Business Saturday, yes. Um, not into it. No one's getting gifts. Everyone's been naughty. I've oh, decided. Oh, so you're the judge dread in all this? I am judge, jury, and gift executioner. You have been judged. Not <laughs> naughty. naughty. Uh, well, Double why, whammy. <laughs> why is, why? I don't feel like I've been naughty. I feel like. Andrew, I, I've been watching. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Well, uh, well, I I can explain some of those uh, actions. <laughs> Others, I just look, man. You gotta get you get you get loose. You get loose. Well, yeah, sometimes stuff happens. I can't be responsible for it. Um, no, I've decided blanket naughtiness for every person in existence. Uh, because um, because I I had a I because I was I had a less than stellar Thanksgiving. So that's everybody's oh, fault now. So l- the day before Black Friday paints the entire rest of the year. Exactly. Exactly. Because you had a crummy Thanksgiving. Well, why was it so crummy? You got to eat your turkey bird after you yelled at me about turkey preparation. It sounded like you were you were you were Tom Turkey over there, but now it sounds like the stuffing's in the other bird. Uh. Andrew, this isn't that type of podcast. Come on. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, no, I made a I made a fabulous turkey, mm-hmm. and I got a text message from the people who told me to make the turkey, saying thanks. And I was like, I was there. I was there the whole time. You could have said <laughs> thank you at any other point. They were too, they were, their mouths were full of turkey. It's six, it's three hours later. And you're like, oh, by the way, thanks. Their mouths were full of turkey. They were too busy getting excited about the 12 movies that were being announced for the new season of Mystery Science Theater 3000. That's, that's what I was doing. Premiering next year. I I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. You're like Santos and the vampire. Yes. This is what I want to see. Robot Wars, ladies and gentlemen. Robot, Robot Wars. Wars. Uh, How was your Thanksgiving? You did some traveling. You violated the CDC guidelines. That's right. I I I, uh, I fled. I fled the area. I slipped out under the cover of night. Now I went to a friend's giving out in Temecula. Went to an Airbnb. I was taking bets with the uh, the guy that I was riding with whether or not this place was going to be crummy or not because I was like. It was an Airbnb. I don't know how many Airbnbs that you've rented, but it always seems like it's a bit of a crapshoot that you see some pictures online and you're like, 
this could either be a really nice place or it's one of those places where they're like, we can accommodate 20 people because we've got eight beds. And then you get there and their definition of bed is like they threw a blanket over a cardboard box. They're like, yeah, lay on the box, I guess. Uh, you brought a, a car. You brought a car. So technically that's that. that's four seater. There's four beds right there. Uh, but this place was actually pretty swank. I, they, did you send me a, uh, walkthrough video? No, I did not. I apologize. I did not do a room tour this time. I, we did, uh, one of the families that were coming with, uh, arrived later. So we did do a, we did do a, uh, multi-person, uh, FaceTime walking through the house. The best part being, oh, I so had some people got some people got it the best part being that the speakers on my computer that i was doing it from were turned up that were receiving feedback on the other people who were also in the house (laughs) catching that so it was just nothing but a feedback squeal the entire time which i really really enjoyed uh but this place was pretty big it's uh they had a massive living room a big uh full kitchen they had four bedrooms Yes, four bedrooms, two with attached baths, plus a powder room, plus a full bath as well. The kid, they had this kid's room that had a set of bunk beds, but it also had a, a loft that they had built for, you know, whatever child or children that were usually yeah. live there or stay there. That was terrifying because it had, they had this, uh, two by four ladder that they had built and bolted into the wall. So it wasn't going to go anywhere. But like it was a good 10 foot climb to get up into the loft yeah. and then to come back down, you're basically turning your back and like, I don't know, I would not trust a, a 10 year old child to carefully climb down that ladder. But kids have soft bones. Me. They can bounce. But they had put up a, a bunch of netting up there to like protect people. There was like a like a trapeze swing up there. <laughs> they had uh, uh, they had a trampoline up back. They were, I think, they also did vineyard stuff. The best part though was they uh, they had a big bowl of fruit on the table. That and they said, uh, you know, welcome in, enjoy this fruit. I hope you have a great time. Fruit flies everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> fruit is ten cents, ten dollars per banana. Uh, but uh, they had the fruit flies everywhere, so we had to we had to get some. That's great. traps and that's do all that so that's that was fun they had a bunch of cats and they, there was a big note on the door that said like the cats are outdoor cats do not let them in but these cats wanted to beg to differ they're like look man they're not they're not here all right what well what were you supposed to feed the cats no they had apparently they had food they offered they said uh they said if you want to feed the cats we have the materials for you but you don't have to but like every time you open the door they were right there they're like they're hey like, buddy hey oh hey where are you going you what's go- up what's up baby you're looking good man you are looking sharp you're you're thin you look thin you look right thin. i people always put on weight during thanksgiving but not you buddy. not you you look not you great. you look great you got any skin any any turkey skin? Yeah, you got some turkey fat or something that I can look, man. I'm down bad. I know you're I not eating it because look at that trim figure. You are you are built, baby. 
What do you what do you got under what do you got under there? What do you got? Wait, under, is, six is, pack, there eight pack? is there a gym in this house? Because you look like you just pumped. You did you bring your own? You brought your own lifting equipment, didn't you? I bet you did. You look Co- like the type couple like kettlebells. Like the rock or Mark Wahlberg. Have you seen Wall Street? He works out in hotel rooms. It's crazy. You got stuffing and he's stuffing in there. I can tell you that they didn't they didn't necessarily need to feed the cats because uh, while we were sitting there in the living room, we saw one of the cats scamper by absolutely had a rat in its mouth as it walked by. (laughs) I said, get yours, son. That's right. What a what a girl boss that cat was. Well, I'm glad our Thanksgivings, at least we're, we have something to talk about, but now Christmas is around the corner, but we have one last thing to do before we get in the holiday spirit, Mark. One last question to ask. (laughs) To answer, yes. As you will know, in the month of November on television movie night, we have been watching more or less more. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Smart ass. I don't need your, I don't, I don't need it. I don't need it right now. (laughs) We've been asking questions in that all of our titles that we've watched in the, the month of November have questions in the title, such as, isn't it shocking? And can Ellen be saved? Can Ellen be saved? For this final week, day of November, <laughs> two days of November, in this week, we ask one final question, and it's this. Can a guy say no? I don't know. We're going to find out in a segment I like to call, well, what do you know? Andrew, this title read to me more like, can a guy say no? Like a Chandler. That's what I was, that's what I kept thinking. I, this is, this is a, a question to the jury is what this is. <laughs> Ladies, and, Ladies gentlemen, and gentlemen, there's only one question that we need to answer to decide this man's fate. Can a guy say no? I submit he can. Can a guy say no? One of the incredible after-school specials. Judge brings his gavel down. The answer is no, he cannot. Well, all right. right thanks. Well, we tried. Uh, well, talk to the the clerk outside. He'll validate your parking. You, Free and independent system. You, okay. You don't, you thanks, don't need buddy. to. You, the jury's released. Uh, it's going to be a full year until you're asked to serve again. Yeah. At least a year. They're so. not always going to be this easy. I got to tell <laughs> you. Can a guy say no? Premiered on ABC on February 12th, 1986. This. This after-school special starred Steve Anton. Oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> Excuse me. This movie stars one person and one person only. Steve Anton. Who no. Was in, he was in The Goonies. He's a he dweeb. NYPD Blue also wrote the movie Burlesque. Starring Cher and, Cher and Christina, Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. Yes. Also starring, well, uh, Mark, I figured you talked about this. Also, also starring Heather Langenkamp. Yes. From Nightmare on Elm Street Part One, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three, and The Dream Warriors, and Nightmare on Elm Street Part Six. Freddy's back again. New Nightmare. New Nightmare. Yes. New Nightmare. 
playing herself. She's also in Star Trek Beyond. Ooh, the new one. Yeah, she's an alien. Also in the show, Just the Ten of Us, a spinoff of Growing Pains, if you remember correctly. Yes, yes. But most importantly, the star of Guess Who's Coming to Christmas. (laughs) Bo Bridges is here. Hot off is hot, hot, hot action with the star of Empty Nest. (laughs) He met a man in the woods, Mark. All right. Okay. All right. All right. He has to do. He has to do something for him. (laughs) We love him. We love him so much to us. (laughs) We love our special, our special baby Bo Bridges. We love him so much. That movie was bizarre. That movie was really strange. So special to us. This is directed by Thomas Shalam, Shlam, Shlamay, Shlamazel, <laughs> Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. Father of Tim- Timothee Chalamet, <laughs> Shlamazel. S-C-H-L-A-M-M-E. Having seen, like, you know, I see the Lemley, and it looks like it should be pronounced Lemay. Shlamel, yeah. Anyway, this guy was an executive producer on shows like The West Wing sports night he also directed so i married an axe murderer i just rewatched so i married an axe murderer not too long ago movie's hilarious we have a piper down ladies and gentlemen a piper is down this is written by judy ingles you've flown before right oh yeah not at night Judy Ingalls. Definitely not in a storm like this. Actress who is in the uh, voice actress in Fritz the Cat and also in Harold and Maude. And she wrote other uh, after school specials such as Moms on Strike and It's No Crush. I'm in love. See, I keep telling you, Andrew, the moment moms unionized. This is what this is what was going to happen. This was they were going to go on strike. And then the price of mom, the price of being a kid goes up. So who wins here? Nobody the, that I know of. The union, the union. They don't have your interest. The moms in have to pay money to be in the unions when they could be paying that money towards other things like mom stuff, a, a bathrobe, uh, uh, laundry detergent, uh, like laundry detergent, like right? a like a like a like a dish, like a like a really nice dish. They could, just, but I'm saying they could be using that money towards things that they like. Soap, soap that's in the shape of a seashell, yes. so that you feel bad when you use it. Yeah, well, you're not supposed to use it. That absolutely, that, that, that decorative it's, it's only on the back of the toilet for a reason, and that so you you're never just touch like, it. I don't. Well, and then you look and you're like, is the is the hand towel also decorative? Because it's got that little bow on it, but you don't think you should touch it. Got a bow it. and it's got little balls at the bottom, little tassels. And it just and feels like it. this. This feels like a mistake. This this feels like a trick. Yeah. And then you just end up washing your hands on the curtain. That's that's why your curtains are always wet when I go to your place. I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> and I also my blinds. You'll just wipe it on my plastic. <laughs> Big, 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 gross streaks on on your Venetian blinds. This is based on the book A Very Touchy Subject by Todd Strasser. Nom de plum for Norman Mailer. How many times have you read A Very Touchy Subject, uh, Mark? Uh, As you know, Andrew, I'm a big reader. Uh, A Very Touchy Subject, it's it's kind of 
kind of my Bible. That's actually where I learned what I know about life. A lot of people, you know, they'll say uh, seven habits of an effective person or save the cats. That's something that they keep referring to again and again. But with you, a very touchy subject tends to come up again and again and again. And I can I can see the influence now. (laughs) In everything. Mark, before we jump in and uh, talk about this movie, what did you think? Did you? Well, let me ask you this. Did you think a guy can say no? No, a guy cannot say no. No, literally. It doesn't. It doesn't. Look, I've seen I've seen Yes, Man. I know how it works. (laughs) Here's the here's. Here's what I thought this movie was going to be. High school loser gets hit on by his, by someone hot, Uh but he's not comfortable with it. Basically, this is the only time you'll ever hear me say this. I thought it was going to be disclosure. (laughs) What what do you mean? The the Michael Douglas Ah. uh, uh, Demi Moore movie. Where I thought in the first act, the guy was going to be like, I don't feel comfortable with this. And then the rest of the movie was going to be his friends being like, what are you, gay? Are you a loser? You didn't put out? You didn't have sex? Every guy wants to have sex. And he'll be like, but I'm me. And then he has to put on a VR headset and goggles and travel and open up a big filing system. Do you remember this from Disclosure? Do you know I, this? I, I think I only saw the trailer for this movie. <laughs> okay. In the movie Disclosure, there is a bizarre, for whatever reason, a big part of the movie is that, or not a big part, but part of the movie is that their law firm or whatever it is, is switching over to a digital filing system. Yeah. So... In the mind of author, writer, Michael, uh, Michael Crichton, mm-hmm. digital filing system means you put on a headset and goggles and you look at your hands and then you walk through a massive library and dig out files that way, as opposed to how it is in reality, which is you're like, disclosure, script, search. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> Well, it's just like uh, when she's uh, over the moon that she knows this this Linux system, and I know this. Yeah, it's a Linux system. The amount of time it takes to turn off a fucking light or lock a door, like, uh, it must take forever because it's like you physically have to see it fly over and be like, "All right, you're in park services now." Yeah. Um, anyways, that's what I thought this movie was going to be about. I thought it was going to be about a dude who's like, God, I did what felt right. And now I'm being punished for it. I had a similar thought that I thought it was going to be that like a couple or something like that was together. And you were just hearing all this mounting pressure where this guy's like, do I, 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 you know, it'll, it'll happen when it happens. You don't, I don't, we don't need to force anything right now. Yeah. And then his, his buddies being like, what are you gay? gay. <laughs> 1986. We can still say, we that. can say that now. Cause that's, that's it's, it's okay. All right. Let's jump in act one. 
We open on somebody driving a big van. We don't know who this is. Some guy. Um, uh, a serial killer, I would assume. Yes. <laughs> it is. is a terrifying, creepy serial killer van. It's it. He is he's slowing down and seeing if there's anybody who needs help moving. A, 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 he, he needs help moving he a piece of furniture. His arm's broken. His arm's broken. He can't get can it. Can, can you help me get this? Can you help me move this, 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 uh, this settee inside? Uh, however, we're also hearing a very horny cologne commercial at the same time. Oh man, I miss horny cologne commercials. Like basically a very, a very sultry woman is a saying. A breathy like phone sex operator is like, Say, Listen, put on man, this cologne and I'll do you. You're going to get some uh, if you get this cologne, all right? I, she's like, I promise you, that is a legal promise. I, the, will, the, I will do you personally. Me, the voice actress of this commercial. We'll have sex with you if you buy this cologne and wear it. You have not to enough to just buy it. No, you have to wear it as well because for some reason the smell of this thing drives me wild. I can't control myself. Frenzy, I think it's called. And then she's like, "All right, and now back to Garrison Keeler <laughs> <laughs> on NPR. Back to News Hour with BBC uh, News. This is Scott. He is driving to the country club where he works." Scott and his dirtbag friends are working the valet stand. I'll tell you right now, I would not trust Scott nor any of his buddies <laughs> with, with your car, with my car, with even a, for a previous car, like my 97 Sunfire. I'd say, like, <laughs> yeah, I'll, you tell me where you want me to park. I'll, I'll, park I'll find a spot. <laughs> Scott's girlfriend. Your mother's dragon, sir. I, I know. said, I know. I, know. I, I look, man, I'll take two spots. All right. I'll pay the extra, but don't touch my car. Scott's girlfriend shows up to tell him that uh, she's blowing him off tonight because she's got a date with you, too. She's going to a concert. She's going to the U2 concert. She's going to see Bono. She's going to see The Edge. She's going to see other two guys. The Joshua Tree. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm assuming he's going to be there. Uh, 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 boom. She's going to count to Catorce. Yes. Um, <laughs> she's going to skip some numbers in between, but that's okay. She's going to you too. So that date that they had planned tonight, well, tough shit. Scott, go listen to your, to your slutty cologne commercial. <laughs> <laughs> can you turn? Why has that commercial been playing? Yeah, she's like, can, can like you turn that down? And I got, he's like, it's a, it's a tape. <laughs> see, I have something to tell you. Can you turn that down? He's like, it's frenzy. I'm listening to Frenzy. I had to write to the station and have them send me a 90-minute tape of it. They gave me the 15-second, the 30-second, and the 60-second cut. It's pretty cool. She gets pretty extreme in the 60-second one. Let me tell you. Back at home. I prefer the 30-second because by the 60-second, you could tell she's kind of like, I've already said everything I'm going to say. Look, I've... I can only say women will sleep with you if you wear this cologne so many times. Back at home, Scott's family depressingly eats ice cream. This is the, the most dire scene where <laughs> Bo Bridges is the dad here, but it's the dad, the mom, and the, uh, his younger sister. And they are all sitting around this uh, kitchen table just silently eating ice cream. As I recall, the lighting looked like... Um... <laughs> 
like a poker game where there's yes, like a single overhead light and a bunch of pools of shadow. It's very yeah. intense. Is they are just they're like one scoop of vanilla in each of their little bowls, just quietly mad dogging each other. Scott spies out the window some guy leaving the window of his neighbor's house after uh look man i think he's got some friends here right this is wild because he sits down with his sad family and then he looks something about it just feels so wrong to me because he looks up and out the window over the kitchen sink which happens to overlook the neighbor girl's bedroom yes and a guy crawls out the window and Bo Bridges is like, thieves, thieves in the night. And then our hero, I guess, ostensibly is like, no, he's banging her. Yeah, he's leaving because he banged her and mom's coming home. So he's getting out of Dodge. And the entire family watches this take place through the window. Something about it being over the kitchen sink really upsets me. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe because sinks are supposed to be clean. I don't know. I'm not sure, but it also might be that there's a young girl who's watching this. Yeah, there's, there's like scene. a 10-year-old there as well who's like, looks like he got some on his hang down. And it's like, oh, you can't okay. you can't Perfect. say that. Mom says it's sad that the little you know, she's like, that's that's just a little girl next door. But Scott says she's not a little girl anymore. Folks. Later on, Scott and Alex, his girlfriend, get in a fight uh, after he's a bit too forward with her. He's a bit handsy. In the car. She says, I'm not ready to go all the way, which, Andrew, um, I'm all the, all the way to where? To, to the Scandia? The, to the bowling alley? Because I noticed that they're stopped in a field. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, I'm not ready to go all the way to the, the, to the Cineplex. Yes. It's, I mean, she can only go tw- 10 miles away from her home and then she has to go back. Yeah. She's got, a, uh, she's got an ankle monitor. She needs to give it. She says, I can't, man. She can't go to the go-kart place because it's in the next town over. All right. In another county and they'll know. <laughs> Alex says that Scott doesn't care about her. He's, she says, look, if, uh, if, if you did, if you did care about me, sex wouldn't be such a big deal, man. Yeah. And, and he's like, well, but it is. Sorry. Alex says that love isn't just doing the sex thing. All right. She says it's prove more it. than that. <laughs> Fucking prove it. All right. Let's huh? look, look, Mr. Scientist. Look, if you make a bold claim, you got to have a variable and you got to have, all right. A control. I'll be either one. Let's just do it. Let's get the results. I'm, I'm, happy. I'm having that trophy home from the county science fair. If you can get, if you can rub, if you can make this, make the scientific method work on this. It's like there's a model volcano, all right, that I've got. You just got to add some baking soda. I got the vinegar. And then she's like, I we Wait, talk. You are talk? we still talking about sex or do you actually have? <laughs> He's like, you know, now that I think about it, I think I am just talking about a model volcano. <laughs> I got to go. I'll be. <laughs> I says, oh, shit. The science fair is tomorrow. <laughs> 
she says that love is not about having the sex act happen, but if he did love her, it wouldn't be a big deal. She's she, she's using this weird logic. She says, look, man, sex ain't all that in the bag of chips. But if you did love me, then you wouldn't really care about it. But inversely, Mark, let's say he didn't care about it. And then she would be like, well, you don't think I'm attractive because you don't have sex with me. Ooh, think about it. Women, am I right? <laughs> Women be shopping, ladies and gentlemen. Just, that- yeah, just let her go shopping. That's what she wants to do. <laughs> is this is that is that true? Is that they always be shopping? At the malt shop, I'm like, come on, guys. It's it's even in 1987, you're like, they're all they're gonna be big glass of chocolate frosted milkshakes. No, they're at a pops. <laughs> Yeah, they're at, shop yes ordering like 60 cheeseburgers jughead's ordered 60 cheeseburgers but for some reason it's the riverdale one and he's so he's talking about like how he, he like went down on a girl and you're like oh jughead <laughs> jughead it's like on. oh this burger is delicious not as delicious as some poontang. Oh, oh, come, Chuck, come on, head. man you can't say Jesus that Christ. There, there are people around Scott says that Alex dumped him for being a sex pervert. <laughs> they say fair. They say, look, I understand. He's he's out on the prowl. Uh, but his buds say, don't his worry. Bud say, this is the best thing that could have happened to you, man. She was a lead balloon. She was, she's keeping you tied down. Now you got Scott on patrol, baby. The hounds are out. Oh, you, me, the wee hound. Oh my God! Tear we're, it up. We're sniffing around. I'll pick you up at eleven. We ain't coming home till the sun comes up. But there are going to be plenty of people going down if you catch my drift. <laughs> and it's like, oh come! I I thought the Jughead thing was bad. You'll like, be in bed by ten and back home by one. Oh come, <laughs> come on! Look, man, I feel like that Archie gang is is they're they're a bad influence. Yeah, I don't I this. <laughs> This Betty feels like a Veronica in a lot of ways. (laughs) I don't care for it. Paula Finkel, his neighbor, the girl next door shows up and says, hi, Heather Langenkamp. The guys at the table, they're excited because Paula seems to be throwing back some mid range here at Scott. But uh, the guys got one of those double guitars. So it's yeah. bass and it's mid-range yes. coming back she, at the same time. She's playing lead guitar and bass at the same time, which is pretty cool. Uh, but the guys at the table says, uh, say, well, she's sex positive. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if you've heard the rumors. But she's, um, she's very sex positive. She's, she's very she open She enjoys about her body and she enjoys sexuality. And there's so nothing, that makes her a hussy. Yes, that's the thing. They they say that she's a big slut. And so uh, they think that uh, Scott can use her to get back in the game. The fellas pressure Scott to uh, to to bang that baby. Uh the way they describe it, it's almost it's they all but say like I don't know if you heard I don't know if you've been reading the student newspaper, but <laughs> There was an expose, a very interesting one, deep dive. It was 
an eighth of a page, which is the longest thing you'll ever see in a school high school newspaper about how she puts out. So, yeah, they did a survey. It's it was actually pretty interesting. They got an outside firm to come in and start. They had to do an insert for the magazine because there was just too much info packed in. Uh, yeah, it was it was in the uh, the there's a, uh, a the separate part of the yearbook that comes out as well. Also, will contain this the ancillary. Yeah, yes, yeah. That's uh, the, the photos that were too late for the actual printing of the book. Yeah. And it's just pictures of her like walking to and from school. And it's like, she probably just had sex or <laughs> she's probably just going to have sex. Yeah. It's her just carrying a backpack. It's her like waving at the camera. Yeah. And it's Hello. like, can you believe that she did this? Trying to get our camera person to have sex with her. Oh my God. Sarah Julius having sex. sex. Uh, the next day. Scott sees Paula tanning next door and attempts attempts to talk and flirt with her. I I don't know what I was more upset about. His performance or the performance of this scene. Where I was like, this scene is nothing. This is horrible. And this scene has low teeth. That's that's all I'm going to say. I am sorry to say that this the the T the results are in. This scene has low T. <laughs> the ladies, the ladies, the ladies have been talking about this scene and uh, the results are not good. Yeah. <laughs> Scott shows up and tells a gross story about being a pet cemetery ghoul. <laughs> because this is this is the most baffling part. OK, uh, so Scott. Scott is like, all right, I'm going to go over. I'm I might. Dirtbag buddies convinced me, yes, I will try and talk with the neighbor girl who apparently puts out and I For will the see, express purpose of having sex. With I the will try girl. and have sex with the neighbor girl because she's out there. She's tanning. She's in her, her, her swimsuit. I am some dirtbags, dickhead, 17 year old. Let's see how this goes. He tells it's this four man, years after Nightmare on Elm Street came out. <laughs> so I'll have something to talk about with her there. Yeah. Uh, so he tells this meandering story about how he would like dig ditches at a pet cemetery. And it's like, all right. The ultimate aphrodisiac. Yes. Nothing, Dead puppies. <laughs> nothing, nothing gets a girl ready and raring to go, like talking about a moldering dead cat. Uh, plus, he also casually drops that he broke up with his girlfriend. He's like, can you believe it? How'd she let this fish get away? Uh, she's like, you smell like gasoline. <laughs> she says, well, you do smell like fish. And he says the goldfish section. <laughs> and then he laughs too loud. And then, but he's like sweating at the same he's time. Sweating a lot. And she's like, do you want to use the pool? And she's like, are you, something? are you, do you need me to call somebody? Is are you Okay. A- uh are you tasting what kind of what what are you smelling right now she's she's checking him to see if there's a pinned note that says like (laughs) i have done acid please help me uh get me in a warm room a quiet warm room and just (laughs) just close the door scott yeah she says look are you either you're you're I, I don't know what you're, are you trying to rob me? Like, what are you distracting me while someone robs my house? Is that what's happening right now? 
She says, do you want to use the pool? And Scott's like, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Check it out. Watch how I use the pool. So he and like, then he falls he thinks, in. Well, he thinks about taking off his shirt and then taking off his pants, but he doesn't because he's in jeans and a shirt. And he's like, uh, uh, this is me at the natatorium for gym class, by the way. Yeah. And like I, uh, I'll just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to swim in my clothes. <laughs> he just jumps in fully clothed and he's like, you're in Ooh. math class and your jeans are all soggy. <laughs> I just stink like chlorine. I have like, people have slipped in the hallway. Cause it's just a, tr- I don't have a towel. So it's just a trail of water <laughs> from the gym to where you could just follow a trail you know where I've been like Billy and family circus because yeah, it's just soggy. They're like, there's either the creature from the Black Lagoon or it's swim day for Kurkowski. <laughs> he showed up 45 minutes early, got spooked by an old man in the locker room and refused <laughs> to change. So he just swam in his clothes, ruined his ID, didn't take anything out of his pockets. He had his phone in there. <laughs> he jumps in fully clothed like a like a dumb dumb and she's like oh my god he is coming he is on something she yeah I, the fact that she doesn't the only thing that makes me think she isn't a good person is that she doesn't immediately dive in after him and rescue him because <laughs> if i had seen this i would be like oh my god they're they're dumb and in it and insane well he gets out he's like <laughs> did you see that <laughs> That was a cannonball. I was, I, as you know, that's what I do on the diving team. You ever see a movie called Tested Dirty? Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that was me. He tries to set up dirtier those, than ever. Uh, he tries to set up one of those folding chairs as well next to her while she's tanning. You're like, yeah, he hits himself in the head. Yeah, I, he I, he like pops it open and hits himself in the eye. And I then, texted you. I was like. He's doing a Jerry Lewis. He's yeah. doing the bellboy. <laughs> this is so weird. Does I don't understand what's happening in this movie anymore. The director behind the camera being like, bigger, 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 bigger more please. of an idiot. <laughs> All right, bring in the pie. Where's the pie cart? Let's go He's ahead and got fly an that IQ in. chart. He's like, you're at 85, man. You need I need you down at 50. You need to, you need to, you need to make people uncomfortable behind the camera. All right. <laughs> The sound guy is still just doing his job. He needs to like look at me and ask if I really want this. <laughs> Do you want to call cut now? Cause... Can we call cut, please? <laughs> Paula also mentions that she wants to drop out of high school, but uh, as she, after she sees the display that Scott's puts on, she's like, well, at least there's some hope. <laughs> Scott shows up looking like an asshole with new clothes later. Yeah, He's like, got a leather, a cut-off leather jacket and some bangles on his arms and he's like pretty cool right Bo Bridges is like you look like an asshole <laughs> you ever bring a boy like that home I'll disown you because he goes into his his son's room while his son is like I feel like he's doing this to impress his dad more his, than anything else his son's doing curls uh, over a chair He's, it's like a it's like a 10 pound barbell and he is just he is like ripping and gripping he's clanging and banging all right yeah dropping dad, plates the lung like, alarm know, going off ladies you know and it's just you and me right man yeah i don't know who you're trying to impress here but it isn't me the doors like, closed the curtains are drawn i what are what are you doing you had me help you carry these into your room 
You said it's a two man job. Like we were carrying a piano. He's trying to, but he's trying, he's trying to get the big guns. All right. He's trying to, trying to get the freaks and the peaks. <laughs> and it's the plastic barbells. So he's like, there's a pile of sand over there. I couldn't help but notice. Is that, is that an empty barbell that you're lifting? Oh, it's a deep burn down. Oh, 1,000. Oh, woo. All right. That's my first set. Bo asks if, if Bo, Bo Bridges, like in my mind, he, he's asked, he asked his son if he's a virgin, but I feel like it should have been, I don't, I don't have to ask, but I'm just gonna, you're a virgin, right? Well, no, it should, it's, the question is, are you going to lie to me about being a virgin? Because <laughs> I know the answer. His son says, yeah, but I'm working on I'm it. I'm working on it. I'm working it's on the- it. Keep working, buddy. He says, all right, that's a big job. (laughs) Taken from a guy who has had sex at least twice. (laughs) You ain't doing the work, man. Scott says, yes, I'm a virgin, but I'm working on it. Bo says, now look, far be it for me to tell you your business. because I'm going to tell you this because I have to. Because your mother and I are going to laugh about this later. We're going to laugh. We're going (laughs) to If you're going to have sex <laughs> soon. <laughs> he says, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm trying, sorry. I'm trying. I can do it. No, don't, do don't, it. don't look me in the eye. Because you look me in the eye. No, no, it makes no, me keep, laugh. Keep looking at the weights, laugh. man. No, that's no, fo- Yeah, focus on uh, the yeah, 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 Fuck yeah, girls like that. If you're going to have sex soon, it should be with someone you care about. <laughs> you're never going to have sex, buddy. I'm sorry. <sighs> Anyways, I'm going to go bang your mom. <laughs> yeah, Bo says it it it's that much better if it's someone you love, all right? You don't need to just I imagine do it's it. never it's, happened it's, for me I, and I, I married your it's mother. Such so. a stifling hatred of the woman who sleeps in my bed. So, I will never know, but I hope my son will figure out that apparently <laughs> sex is better with the person that you enjoy. Scott says, "Well, I'm serious and deep. All right. Why wouldn't anyone want to love me? All right. Remember me? I got that job. <laughs> start on Tuesday. All right. I don't, it's a weird start day. I, apparently, it's supposed to be Veterans Day or something. I don't know. Took the Monday off to get my office ready, I guess. <laughs> Bo says, well, just think about it before you do anything dumb. Like jump in a pool full with clothes. your clothes on. Then the sun, like, just again, sweat. Just pouring that is, you didn't do that already, did you? No. no. It's like, I, I got to go. I'm working on these shoulders. Oh, ooh. Got to get my back shield, Dad. Scott continues to want to fuck, putting on the cologne. <laughs> he goes in the bathroom, puts on Act the cologne. Two. Scott continues to want to fuck. He puts he bought that cologne and then he's he's in the, he's in the mirror he's preening all right he's doing he's doing you know he's crowd work there's pointing a lot of pointing a lot of booze make you stronger son come on you, you flex and then you flex and then just finger guns oh this is good stuff Scott goes over Scott goes over and talks to Paula again but uh Full axel side. all right 
Now, before he was doing a bellhop, he was doing the bellboy. Yeah. This, this is just creepy. He's just being a creep here. <laughs> yes. Because he, because Paul is in the pool this time, and she's uh, in her, she's in her uh, uh, swimsuit. Yes. And he's got his trunks on this time, so he's actually accomplished something. He's learned like, something. He's yes. getting smarter. <laughs> they're they're learning. He's like Ultron. He's learning from every interaction. He jumps into the pool. He dives into the pool. And then when he when he surfaces, he manages to knock Paula off her raft. Now, my yeah. question to you is, was this on purpose? Given his response, I would think no. It was not in, on it was not intentional unless he's so dumb that he was like, this will be funny. And then he did it. And then he was like, oh, shit. Uh, no, it was an accident. I'm sorry. Uh, May, well, he manages to knock her off. He and knocks he's like, her off. And, and then he's like, he's oh, no, get- I'm so sorry. But this while he, she's trying to he's she's like, I'm going to get back on the raft. He's like, I'll help you. But then he just seems like he's overly he handsy with her. punches her and like slaps her around and knocks her back off. And he's like, I'm a klutz. But he just seems like he's doing that thing where you're like, oh, we're, we're you know, he's like, he's like lifting her up to put her oh, on the like, raft. We'll start wrestling and then, soon. Yes. And then we start, we start a little, we start some smooching. And then I, one think thing that's, I, think, I think that kind of, I think those, <laughs> that requires some level of forethought that our character has not demonstrated. I at guess this point. he just is just incredibly inept. So he knocks her off and then like struggles to get her back on the raft. Eventually she's like, I'm just going to get out of the pool because you're gross and weird. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's get out of the pool. They both get out of the pool and Scott gets eaten up by mosquitoes because of this stupid cologne that he's wearing. The real yeah. frenzy is with the bugs. Uh, he didn't listen to the full ad where it's like where it's revealed that the woman that'll bang you is a mosquito. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's why I that's why this cologne is only on sale at like the the national uh, like the, the 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 nature museum i thought this cologne was just a bunch of blood <laughs> <laughs> that answers some questions paul's mom comes out and it seems like she's a bit of a mess she's and- a drunk she's uh she's carrying a beer and uh heather langenkamp is like oh she realized it's morning yeah she plops down and then she's like Ah, Paul, you were wearing your sunglasses. What do you think? Makes fun of her daughter's sunglasses. You think you're some kind of movie star? (laughs) Come on. You come on, baby. You know you're not a movie star. You're dumb. You're dumb. And look at that dumb guy trying to do you. Hey, you two disgust me. Get off my fucking property. Yeah, she uh she makes fun of her daughter, and her daughter's like, "You, you suck. She leaves. So yeah. then Scott's like, all right, I, I guess I guess I'm going to go. Scott's like, I'm planting the seeds. I'm just, just we're doing the work. Just go in the garden. So it seems so it's pretty apparent that Paul's got a pretty messed up home life. But Scott also does this weird thing where instead of just walking around the pool and exiting, he dives back in <laughs> to swim across the middle of the pool to then leave again. And it's like has to walk by this like sauced mom uh i think he's trying to get a moment of respite from the mosquitoes because he's like if i'm underwater they can't i I guess uh, that would make sense but it just felt like a very weird bit of blocking because i would be like all right i've 
now it's weird I'm gonna <laughs> you, you think the director was like and then it'll walk around the pool so you'll just pan with him yeah <laughs> they're like this camera doesn't pan he's like we didn't get that we didn't get the gimbal so it's now, only how it's are you one... telling me the, the the it doesn't pan and they're like yeah no it's a stick in the ground that's it that's all it does all right you jump back in the pool all and right idiot. that way he's like you got it boss act two Paula knocks on Scott's door because she's looking for a ride. She said, hey, lover, I, I need a ride. You want to give me a ride? Paula's mom is yelling for her. That's why she needs a ride. She's like, I got to get out of Dodge. Take me so, to the bus station. Yeah, Scott and her go over and they drive over to a bus stop, a bus bench. And he sits there and pretends to fish because apparently today was his day off and he was going to go fishing. Andrew, because this guy is so dumb, the fact that he's wearing a fishing cap did not tell me that this was his day to go fishing. I was like, (laughs) oh, he's just an idiot. He's just an asshole. He just looks like (laughs) he's just wearing this dumb bucket hat. He pretends to fake fish and he's like, you know what, make you feel better fishing. Doing what I plan to do today. (laughs) And it's supposed to be like, fun and he's like trying to cheer her up but like it just is weird and uncomfortable yeah so he's got that going for him but he manages to convince her to go fishing while on the dock Apollo manages to catch a fish but when Scott helps her reel it in and he's like look at that 15 pounder good job this will be a record we're gonna eat this a new record she says put that fish back in the water you asshole says, put that fish down <laughs> and he's like what all right oh but it doesn't turn you on to see a dead fish a fish flopping around in my hands with a big old hook in its mouth the radio ads have been lying to me for how many years oh she so says then- i am going to she's like i will hate you for the rest of our lives unless you put that fucking fish back so now, and i realized it was, was a fish back it, i realized it was a different time but he i don't know if i was shooting this or writing this or thinking about this and it's like he doesn't want to offend the girl he should gently put the fish into the water and release it he does like an overhand slider yeah he skips that he skips that fish across to the other side of the lake he just hurls it in there i was like guys god that would upset me even more. Yeah, um, he, he's a, he's an asshole about it because he's like, you want the fish in the fucking lake? Check this out. <laughs> Just whips it like a boomerang. Yeah. Um, and she, doesn't she she reveal something about her father moving to New Hampshire or North, no. North Carolina? North Carolina. Yes. She gabs about her dad and she says that he lives currently in North Carolina. But she's down on herself because because Scott's like, well, sounds like you'd, you'd be better off living with your dad than your mom. Yeah. And she says, no, I wouldn't want to mess up what dad's got going on down there. Uh, but while the most distracting thing while this is happening is she is eating a snowball in the most disgusting manner I have ever seen. She's pulling it apart. And she's yeah, the frosting is coming across away from the cake and she's just like stretching it like taffy and just jamming it in her mouth and she's like yeah i wouldn't want to screw up my dad's girl 
<laughs> Andrew, when you were watching this, her audio dipped out, and it was just oh, <laughs> um, yeah. oh yeah, it's good. It's, this one's got the pig frosting. <laughs> and then you like blinked back, and she was like, "And that's why I, that's <laughs> that's when I knew there was no Santa." And you're like, "What? Huh? Oh, I'm sorry, this <laughs> happened." Because I was hearing myself eating at the same time, like. What a disgusting monster. These spaghettios are good. Scott's sister later gives him shit about being Boneless ribs are the best. (laughs) I just eat it. I just fold them up and I eat it like a Kit Kat. Oh, they're delicious. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I like just, I don't like nacho chips, but I love nacho cheese. I just do everything (laughs) except for the chips delicious scott's sister uh later gives him shit she's this 10 year old girl and he's working on the car and she's like see fuck that girl yet and he's like what <laughs> wait was that his sister yes because she I pulled- thought that i thought that was his ex no it's his sister that's disgusting because <laughs> she pulls him out from under the car and she's like hey did you bang that that girl yet and he's like what no, what what are you talking about? Extra, extra, my brother can't get it up. She's like, classic Scott. She's like, I, I thought that was his ex. That oh god, that's no, so gross. Be, because it the the prevalence of this girl's uh uh history is so like in the Renowned. in the world that everybody is on Scott's ass about like. Well, she's an easy lay, so yeah. you should be able to get with her. Even you, even even the dumbest, the dumbest teenager in this city. Maybe can, that's. I mean, maybe that's what it is. They're like, is he too dumb to get with the easiest girl in town? And everybody's like, no, he's not that dumb. And they're like, he's pretty dumb. He's pretty dumb. He's if stupid. anyone could mess this up, I feel like it's him. Because later at the malt shop, the fellas talk about some event that's going to take place at the country club. There's some cotillion or some bullshit. The regatta. They believe they're going to get some strange. All right. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, they That's what they said. Look, man, if dirtbags are going to be dirtbags, this is how they would talk as opposed to the way that they are written in this movie where they're like, the ladies are going to be there and we're going to get some action. They'll kiss on us. They're going to give us this big smooch. They're uh, they're bragging about the fact that they feel like halfway through this dance, once they let, once we sneak in after we've been drinking antifreeze in the parking lot, we're going to get messed up and we're going to get some ladies. We're going to get some action because who would, who would resist seeing somebody in a valet outfit that reeks of antifreeze uh, it is is fucked up on cough medicine. I'm telling you, man, the girls go wild for a guy who parks a car. They know at least you know how to drive. So that's something. Paula shows up uh, at the malt shop with her friend Christine. But Scott's a real prick to her. He's cold to her. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. They leave. 
the dirt bags at the table thinks that means he scored. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Love him and leave him. Treat him mean. Treat him mean. Keep him keen. Yeah, baby. Which I don't know. Do you talk with? Did you talk with your guy friends this way? I I don't. I don't remember. No. No. I just feel like unless you were doing a bit, but like to realistically. I, uh, uh, I don't know. I <laughs> it just feels like an act. Uh, yes, we uh, someone we know has tried <laughs> to get me to talk like this, and I'm always like, no, stop that. <laughs> Weird. I don't like it. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah, yeah. He gets maybe pissed. I'm the one that's weird. Maybe that's the thing is I feel like it's watching this movie and I have always felt the same way. Maybe I am the odd one who's who can't who doesn't want to discuss this kind of stuff. But I just I feel like I'm like, ah, uh, that's no, thank I, you. I'm, I'd rather talk about these chili cheese fries. Disgusting. No. How it's, dare you? How it's, dare you mention sexuality around me now? Let's talk about whether or not Jar Jar Binks was a Sith Lord all along. Here's the evidence for. That's right. He he weaned it, he wormed his way up the ranks, managed to take and his, gave get, Palpatine the power. Now all the other underlings were disposable. Darth Maul, Darth Tyrannus, they're disposable because they're not the two. Always two there are. Palpatine. And Jar Jar, it's obvious. I mean, as as he he said it himself, Jar Jar is the key to all this. All right, the key to all this. Have I seen a butt? No, never. I don't think I ever will. <laughs> Next question. Next question in the back. But all right, so Scott gets pissed about this because they are giving him the business. They they're razzing him, giving him a little bit of the boys talk. But he's like room talk, Andrew. Yeah, but yes, he's he said one of these guys could be president. I will not be grabbing her by. These guys want to do a devil's triangle, by which I mean the drinking game. (laughs) I don't know the rules. It's similar to to quarters. I think it's similar quarters or flip club, but it's been so long. I don't know. Boofing is that a thing still? Later that night, Scott talks with Bo Bridges. Scott says, "Here's the deal. I'm not in love with this girl." She's attractive, and I'm pretty sure I could bet her if I really wanted to, but I think she would get hurt I'm in the dumb. process. I'm a dumb guy who's dumb. I wouldn't know. I Once I was acting, because Bo was like, once you were in that situation, you would have no idea what's going you would, on. You would, <laughs> just, you would you'd be like, I'm, I'm going to pee in her butt, and then she gets pregnant, right? And then she and gets like, pregnant, oh, and the... see, see. <laughs> yes he's he's thinking ahead saying i'm not in love with this girl she annoys the hell out of me she made me throw a fish away which ooh, buddy you want to get on my bad side yeah i'm going to throw a fish away dead fish <laughs> uh but he doesn't he doesn't want to because if he has sex with her and then he's he knows that he doesn't want to continue the relationship so he says i don't i i'd rather just cut this off the pass i'll be friends with her sure She's annoying, but I guess I'll be friends with her, but I'm not going to sleep with her. All right. It's pretty, pretty adult way to think about it. Sure. Act three, Scott heads off with Paula 
to the playground to apologize about the diner earlier. He says, my dickhead buddies were there. I was a dickhead with my dickhead buddies. They suck. They say words that I will not repeat here. Um, for but some reason, I'm still friends booty. with them. <laughs> Bosom, nipple. Uh, belly button. <laughs> they, they believe that Jeannie did have a belly button. I say if she had one, we would have seen it. And she was not born, so she wouldn't have one. She so was she wouldn't have one. It doesn't even make sense. Am I right? Where are you going? He says his friends are jerks, and he just didn't want her to deal with them. Paula says that she hates being eyed up around here, right? Everyone gives her the side eye because she's sex positive. Yes. But she doesn't think sex is that big a deal. But everyone around here is such an uptight square. All right? True. Move to- Look, Paula, move to the big city. No one... As long as you don't get in anyone's way, no one's going to give a a second thought about you, all right? Yeah. As long as you don't hold up traffic. That's the only thing. You could could be doing Tai Chi in the park or screaming that people looking for dates for Santa Claus at at a fountain. Hanging on a hiking trail. No one cares. No one cares. As long as you just don't physically impede someone from getting somewhere, (laughs) that's when the issues start. Scott says that he doesn't think Paula is a hussy, a tramp, a sure. slut. But he uh, then he negs her about the fishing. He's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think you're great, except at fishing. Then he preens and then he's, then he, then he, he does puts on a big hat. Finger, yeah, he puts on an even bigger fishing hat to, to peacock. The two horse around on some swings and then they hug because I think Paula, she's catching feelings for this guy because he, he he actually looks at her like a person, which bad news for Paula. Instead of an axe, uh, instead of an object, uh, they do the dumb thing where she's like, you ever jump off the swings? And he's like, no, why would I ever do that? And then she's like, because it's fun. So then she swings back and forth she jumps at its highest point she is maybe three feet off the ground yeah it's a it's a real bad jump it sucks. he does the same thing and it appears that he rolls his ankle <laughs> he is writhing on the ground just oh my acl <laughs> andrew i can tell you right now you know that thing at the claim drumpers that just squeeze it and it's like hot stuff or yeah. cold fish? Yeah, the love tester. This guy's a cold fish. Yeah, <laughs> he's not even the one light bulb. That's all he gets. Yeah. It gives you your quarterback. That's that's that was, how bad this is. You might as well is. go play Space Invaders. Try the claw game. At the country club, Scott sees Paula there who arrives and she looks great. But then Alex, his ex- his ex shows up. Shows up and she floats the idea of why don't we meet up so you can come and get some of your records that you left at my place. I but it feels something like something about this open. writing really makes me laugh that it's like it implies that they have a future together because she's like, hey, get your shit out of my I'm living room. Sick of looking at your stuff. It makes me physically ill every I time it. I see it. It's in a I'm, box that says asshole to burn i'm giving away your young fresh fellows record if you don't come pick it up and he's like well all right right, doors open all right anytime you say reconciliation for old scott 
Later that night, Scott gets in his van and finds Paula in there, and she wants to drive out to the beach. He says, why do I go to the beach? I know it's all you want anyways, you dick. You fucking dirtbag, you dog. And he says, I don't feel that way about you. And she says, oh, I get it. You'll bang me, but you don't want to be my girl, my boyfriend. You're just like all the work, all the rest. In fact, you're worse because you won't even bang me. I hate you. Go collect your records. Kick rocks. I need a ride, please. She's, I'm sorry. Yeah, I actually need to get back to that bus stop. If it's I, like it's 13 miles. We live next to each other. It's stupid if I walk. Just yeah. Why don't you drive me home and then drive drop me silence, off? All right. But no, I'm angry about it. Yes, I don't. I mean, turn on the radio. I don't want it to be too awkward. I mean, yeah, like I would. Yeah, I've got a mixtape that I would like to hear. If you could just play that. I what is it? Is it is it triple play Thursday? Can I expect oh. a solid rock block of lead? Are we getting the lead out? Is that what's happening? And then <laughs> an immigrant song comes on. She's like, yeah. Left turn. She's like, uh, if we uh, Jack of the Box is still open. Our, all right, you hold could, on, yeah. hold on. Why don't, you, why don't you hang a left here? And they're uh, teasing Black Dog after this. We could we could slow down a little bit. We I, got I, time. Let's get some Bergs. Let's get some. Let's. Oh, okay. All right. Yes, she yells at him because she's like, oh, so your dirt your dirtbag ex comes back in the picture, but also you wanted to bang me, but now you don't want to bang me. Uh, and apparently I'm too much of a slut to be a boyfriend girlfriend situation. You disgust me as she she's winding this down as they're coming around into under the block that they live on. She's yeah, he was timing this argument. Uh, she storms out. She leaves the next day. Scott comes home and overhears an argument between Paula and her mother who says that she can go to North Carolina, North Carolina, and humiliate her father if she wants. Kind of a shitty thing to say to your daughter, to be quite honest, but that's just me. Scott goes into the house to talk to Paula after the mother leaves. Uninvited. Paul, Paul, yes, that's the thing. This is breaking out. This is a B&E, to be clear. So we know he's, he's not a vampire. He's, yes, <laughs> he was not invited in. But this so is a crime. We know we that are, much. We are all witness to a crime, right? Everybody, put your name if you down. Don't report it. If you don't report it right now, you're culpable. You're aiding and abetting right there. Uh, he's he catches Paula. She's in the process of potentially, I'm assuming, running away. She's packing a bag. She's like, I got to get the fuck out of Dodge. I got to. I got to go. I got to go. I hear there's a commune. Go, go, go. <laughs> there's a commune up the street that uh, is a little more accepting, I think, of uh, uh, people like wayward souls like myself. Yeah. Scott suggests, why don't you call your dad? Call up old pops and see what he has to say. Because again, this, this whole mom thing, I think your mom's your mom kind of sucks. Kind of sucks. All right. First of all, she drove drunk when she left. <laughs> all right. She she crashed into a school bus and kept going. She, I could see she had a Long Island iced tea in her hand as she was driving away. Paula doesn't want to do this. She yelled at the bus driver because she spilled it. <laughs> she said, do you know how much of a heavy pour this was? That's extra. You see, dad is the only person who thinks Paula is worth a damn. She's worried that if she talks to him and tells him about the issues that she is having, 
that will ruin his image of her and then she won't have anybody who thinks that she is not a hussy yes which are we supposed to assume that she then like went out uh tomcatting after she left scott i don't know what causes this argument no no she's as far as i can tell well no doesn't she say your friends she says your asshole friends told Oh, that's right. Yes. Evil that no, we banged. The guy, the guy that jumped out the window apparently started running his mouth and it got back to her mother. Right. Yes. But she's also like, I that's also like one of the more sad elements of this story, I think, is she's like, I've had sex twice. Yeah. I've had sex with two dudes in this town, and now everybody's like, she's an easy lay and she's bangable. It's like I just it's a th- it, it was 45 minutes cumulatively it was eight minutes of my life well it also highlights it, it doesn't explicitly say it but it does highlight the sexism here where it's like here is Scott and his dickhead dirtbag buddies like celebrating the fact that they're just gonna just you know get 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 yes, down get down tonight dudes are gonna go celebrate bang, it and it- high five and that's perfectly fine but if a if a woman if a lady has doesn't. sex with more than one guy or more than one person, then it's an issue. Yes. Yeah. Sucks. Uh, Scott disagrees with all of this dad talk saying your father understands is your father. You love him. He loves you. What's the issue? He also says that Paula is strong and brave and he respects her for it. Still not going to sleep with you, but I respect you for it. He says, we're all counting on you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but she also puts on a brave face when she's out in public and she doesn't let let this side of her show yeah, because she doesn't, she doesn't want people to see that it gets to her, but it obviously does. And it's shitty. It's, unfortunately, in 1986, this is the way it is. But he says, you're you're cool. I enjoy you as a friend. I'm pretty sure your dad will understand. Not going to have sex with you. Scott dials the phone and hands it to Paula, who tearfully says over the phone that he needs to talk. She needs to talk to her dad. She's got some things to get off her chest. And she's like, how's Raleigh this time of year? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just asking. I'm just asking, you know, is Asheville fun. Uh, like right now, is it good? Is the weather is it good? good right this moment? What's there? What's the traffic like? Scott gives Paula a ride to the airport. And Paula says that Scott is the first person to see her. She see you see me, me. While Scott says that Paula taught him some things as well. Like what? You know, things stuff. How to throw? How to how to get some good air and distance on a fish? <laughs> how to hide behind some bushes? How to get uh, like a like a, a rash because you're wearing wet clothing for too long. <laughs> and I owe it all to you. You did it. You Paula, you're the greatest. And that's the end of uh, Can a Guy Say No? Mark, what did you think? Andrew, I hated this movie. Oh, no. 
I'm angry about this movie because it's not actually about anything. It no. doesn't say anything. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't teach you anything. All it says is sometimes people are sad. And yeah. if they're sad, you shouldn't do them. The end. You don't want to get swept up in all that. Good luck with all that. Uh, yeah, I was kind of hoping it would it would open up a little bit more into just like explaining that it's like, look, man, if you want to bang, like that's cool. But if you don't want to bang, even better, not a big deal. Yeah, you want it to be like I don't I don't know if I, I I'm not sure what I what it should be, but it should be something like. Be confident. Don't be afraid to say no to sex, I think yeah. is what it should be. But instead, it's this muddled, weird message of like, don't judge people who have had sex, lest thee be judged. But also, your friends are dirtbags, but that's okay. They could still be your friends. Yeah. And it's pretty apparent that your friends are huge liars as well. So, because they certainly didn't get any. They didn't get any action during that party either. I yeah, just want no, to be clear on that. Losers. Uh, so yeah, I don't really know what it any of it is supposed to be. And Bo Bridges is like, I guess I'm supposed to be father knows best, but this kid's never gonna get any action. No, I yeah. Bo Bridges just shows up and just he's like, I my I'm I'm surprised they gave my son a driver's license, to be quite honest. Cause yeah, he's like, I I wanted to buy a rug. That is the reason I am in this movie. <laughs> they paid me uh, SAG minimums on this, so I could I could get a really nice rug. Uh, I was then, here for six hours, and then the dumb son. I was his. I was literally trying to figure out what this actor was doing. I think he was saying he was trying to do like, I'm 22. How do I play 17? And he was like, super fucking dumb. Yeah. And instead, he just comes off as someone who has suffered, someone who like stopped breathing <laughs> for a few hours. When he, like when, he jumped, when they were a kid, when he jumped in the pool, he died. Oh, or, the rest or is it, a dream. He, yeah, he got caught in the drain. And he's this is this is his brain damage is happening as he's suffocating and drowning yeah. in the water. Uh, yeah, it's it's supposed to be cutesy in a certain respect, like when they have the when he's doing the fake fishing or when they're they're talking about jumping off the swings. But it just the, these two don't have any chemistry. But There's also zero chemistry between the two of them. Heather Langenkamp, you can tell, is like. How did they make a Nightmare on Elm Street 2 without me? I know that it was a different story. They didn't even ask me. It was weird. Like it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit, man. Yeah, because it's so you're supposed to believe that this. It also I, I you know, she's got the, the, the trailer seemed to imply that she has like confidence issues. Yeah, but more than anything it's just like she has a bad home life and this is how she gets attention i guess but maybe not i don't know but also no <laughs> like i don't really and what she is just, her relationship uh, with the other dudes yes that's the other thing too is like it, it's 
I don't know. There's a better way to write this. I feel like I, I like there's a there's a good starting point to say you can have sex. Or you don't have to have sex. It's like either way is fine. You're you look, man. And also the first person that you meet up with and you have sex with, you're probably not going to be with them forever. So, yeah, that's also something to keep in mind, too. Losing your virginity ain't some big earth shattering moment, to be clear. Because the way that oh, the way that Bo, yeah, I have, so I've read. <laughs> I, I hope not. <laughs> so the way that Bo Bridges plays it up, that's you know, it's like it's like oh, it's a it's a big it's a big responsibility. It's a big, there's going to be fireworks. You're going to going to remember it for the rest of your life. It's going to be burned indelibly on your mind. And then Bo, like Bo, flashing back to when he lost his virginity. And he's like, I, I think her name was Tiffany. I want to say it was during the war. <laughs> Promises were made. Uh, you might have a sister who speaks French showing up shortly. Just by <laughs> the way. So just pretend, you know, I'm not here to be clear. I died. Just, I, so yes, there's somebody, I never made it back. <laughs> there's I, the helicopter spun in. And so if there's a a french speaking woman that comes to the door just just try and try and tell her that i died okay express to her the best you can uh, mark would you recommend this movie i wouldn't this movie really upset me i yeah. thought it was a terrible waste of heather langenkamp's talents i thought that it was unclear befuddling yeah it was, i hated almost every character except for Bo bridges who was I just like, like fish. I, well, yeah, the fish was pretty good. I, uh, I, I like, um, I like Bo Bridges because I know that he got a check. <laughs> so I'm down with that. He didn't even have to stand up during most of his scenes. I like, uh, I like him condescendingly looking over his son trying to lift weights. <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Like, what are these? What are these play school weights? What do you got here? <laughs> Mark, do we find out if a guy can say no? I think the answer is sometimes. <laughs> I always wonder. That's the, that's maybe <laughs> depends on the situation. Uh, inconclusive, it seems like. So we got yeah. definitive answers of the We're other. We're gonna two. have to do more research. Yeah, this one. This one. Uh, we can't. Uh, the jury's hung on this one. We cannot come to a. Uh, cannot come to a conclusion but that's all right because we're concluding this month of november and moving on to december where we got tried and trues mark we got some christmas films lined up Yay! <laughs> enough of this horse shit i want to see santa claus all right we've been good we Look, we we did our we did the we did the dumb PSA. Now we get to do the fun stuff. We get to see Santa Claus doing stuff. We get to see uh, uh, Gerald Vanessa McRaney. Hudgens and the Princess Exchange Three. Gerald McRaney's back. He's looking for his dad again. He think he died on a train or something. <laughs> I don't know. Mark, for next time uh, to kick things off Christmas-wise, we've got uh, a real doozy from 1984 on ABC starring Art Carney. Again. Art Carney. It's, it is not that Twilight Zone, to be How clear. How many Art Carney movies have we watched? How many Art Carneys have we watched where he's played Santa Claus? 
more than you think. It's not that it's not that Twilight Zone replays a Santa Claus who who's a drunk in the alley, but he turns okay. out to be the real Santa Claus. Not that it is from 1984, starring Art Carney, and it's called The Night They Saved Christmas. Drilling for oil at the North Pole. They plan for every emergency but one. You're going to blow up Santa Claus. Jacqueline Smith and Art Carney. You're going to ruin Christmas forever. You believe in Santa Claus the night they saved Christmas. Thursday. I love That's... this Weird Al song. <laughs> The night they, they saved Christmas. Christmas. I only listened to the unedited version of, of that movie as well. That's the other thing. I, 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 you know, I it was back when we could joke about guns. Yeah. Uh, yes, oil, oil men have shown up at the North Pole and started <laughs> digging for oil, which threatens the North Pole. All that fracking underneath the North Pole. Is, oh uh, my God, I'm tired set, of set, it. Setting the pipes on fire. <laughs> do you do you want do you want gasoline or do you not? You want gasoline? This is the price. We have to kill Santa Claus. You want gasoline in your pipes or not, ladies and gentlemen? That's the real question. But Art Carney Santa Claus is back and he's pissed, and he's maybe he's the thing. I don't know. I, I think that's where this is going because it's set at the North Pole. I'm, I think they're going to test Santa's blood and the monster's going to pop out of it. <laughs> That's for next time on Television Movie Night. It's the night they saved Christmas. But you can always go ahead and listen to past episodes and past Christmas episodes to get yourself in the holly jolly spirit by going to soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV Movie Night. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review there. It would help us out greatly. You can also subscribe to us on Spotify. And you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. And if you have any suggestions for other Christmas-related shenanigans in the made-for-TV realm, you can email us at tvmovienightpodcast at gmail.com. Again, all that information and more, soundcloud.com forward slash TV movie night podcast. Mark, is there anything else? Andrew, I'd love to stay on and talk longer, but I've got a date coming oh. up. So uh, we're gonna go down to uh, gonna go down to the beach. So I'm gonna put on some leather clothes, uh-huh, uh-huh. my ski boots, hot, and uh, the thickest denim I've got. Yes, and uh, maybe we'll go for a swim. All right, all right, hot and heavy. 